Today we're going to talk about starting a brand new channel, YouTube Shorts, and getting it to 10 million views under 90 days. Yeah, that's the challenge, the 90 day challenge. The 90 day challenge, get to 10 million views in under 90 days to reach the new requirements for the YouTube Partner Program with YouTube Shorts. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's the goal. And yeah, I, I basically want to do the challenge to show the community and the people listening or the viewers watching that it's still possible to get those amount of views with shorts. And I'm a big believer that it's not really so difficult if you use the right strategies. Uh, and the fun thing is like in this whole podcast episode, we'll be transparent about our whole strategy, what the game plan is. Yeah. Um, since, yeah, I, the thing is what I, what I see a lot of times, like people are hiding their channels and not telling the complete story. And I think if you have an idea what the channel is, you can actually look up the channel, check the shorts, see what's performing well. Yeah. And you can connect like the things we're saying here to the actual video. Um, so yeah, that's the whole idea behind the challenge. Because I made a video titled, I tried YouTube shorts for 30 days. And uh, quite a few quite a few people commented there saying like, oh, I checked the channel, it's not there. Why are you lying, blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, the, the channel name, of course, I changed everything because we didn't yeah. want to reveal our actual challenge. I mean, not our, your actual channel. Yeah. Um, so we changed it, right? We kind of made up a channel, but the results and the screenshots and everything was, was real. But obviously I understand that the internet is skeptical and people are like, you know, if they can't search it up, then it's not true. So we decided to actually go ahead and make like a, like a case study, fully transparent, um, you know, showing from the very beginning, like, you know, how, how Ron is going to choose the, yep. the niche, how he's going to go about, you know, hiring the team, making the content and, you know, doing all that, capitalizing on trends and, and, and yeah, basically make it fully transparent and, and just show that, you know, Ron and I actually know what we talk about. <laughs> exactly. So in this podcast, we're going to cover basically everything from the beginning till the end. So indeed, how to find a good niche and like what makes a good niche. Um, how to find a good freelancer, how to filter a freelancer, and how to train a freelancer, because that's eventually uh, one of the key elements, because they will be making the content, and you need to find a good freelancer that can keep up with the uh, upload schedule and everything. And then, of course, implementing the right strategies um, with your YouTube shorts to go viral and get millions of views, at least 10 million views in 90 days to apply for the monetization. So let's start with the first one, finding a niche. It's a... Uh, a difficult topic for a lot of people starting out because there's so many yeah. things uh, you can pick from. Yeah. What would you do if you uh, would pick a niche? What would I do if I had to pick a niche? Well, first off, it depends really on how broad you want to go, also what interests you, but maybe also not I would it's a hard question, you know. I would it depends on what you want. Yeah. You know, if you're something, if you're really into something and there's like no question that that is exactly what you want to do, then sure, it's pretty straightforward. But for more, for most people, it's not like that. So and if you would link it to this channel or to this challenge, so we need 10 million views in 90 days. That's the goal. Mm. What would your approach would be in, uh, in picking yeah, a niche? Then I, would, then I would go broad. Yeah. So then I would go broad. That has like a large audience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because if you're not doing like a personal brand channel where you have like a creator, like yeah. a face, right? then I would go broad. Yeah. Because if you're going to be doing videos about 
something very specific, something very niche down, then it's much harder, in my opinion. Yeah, then you probably have a different way of monetization. For example, offering products in the back end or sending people somewhere else. Yeah. Um, but that's also the approach we're, uh, we're doing. We're going to f for a broad niche. Um, we're thinking of multiple niches and we came down to sports. Uh, we'll do the sports niche. I think it's most easy because sports have like a specific fan base mm. that you can target. The interest of the fans align. So based on their interest and what they like, you can basically create shorts. Plus there are like a couple of shorts, of like a lot of sports channels basically out there with millions of views and basically a proof of concept. Mm. So if you can do it better than, than them, I'm pretty secure that, you can, that you're able to get the same amount of views or even more on the long term, but also in 90 days, because I think 10 million views, like, let's break it down. Like I've picked, uh, I, first I was thinking about badminton, uh, but it's popular in Asia, low CPM. Um, so I wasn't really feeling that, that, that niche so well. Uh, then I was into basketball, but I'm like, I don't know anything about basketball. I know it's like big in the USA, especially. Um, but yeah, I'm from the Netherlands. Almost nobody talks about basketball. And then I came, of course, to football. It's interesting yeah. how that is so different, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like in Europe, basketball is not that popular. Nah. Because I know I have a bunch of friends from the US and, and like basketball is so big there. And in Europe is like, yeah, it's all football. I don't know why it's a part of culture. I think also with USA in high school, you already do basketball. You have like it's like very connected to your high school as well, or something. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, it's it, it it's different. So I, I I picked football also with the reason because it's the biggest sport in the world. I saw it on Google, so don't blame me if I'm a little bit wrong. But I saw it. Football has 1.2 billion fans, and it's uh, so universal. Yeah, as, yeah, exactly. Uh, you can see it with the World Cup, you know, a lot of countries playing together and a lot of people. Like we're now yeah. in, we're now in Bali, and I, I'm I was here in Bali during the World Cup as well. Everyone says was saying like uh, they were talking about the World Cup, basically. Also the locals, are oh, you from the Netherlands? Oh, the game last night was like nah. this, you know. So <laughs> it's it's something that's all over the world. Yeah. And as you said said in the beginning, I think it's good to go broad as well. Mm. So picked football, checked out shorts channels how they were performing, how the recent videos were performing. And I found out like there were a lot of big football channels just posting highlights of matches, not not even from recent matches, but even matches from like two or three years ago. And I uploaded it like a week ago and it yeah. got like 20 to 30 million views, like insane. Yeah. So I was thinking if I can make these highlights as well, but maybe a little bit more fast paced because maybe people want to see the highlights, but they just want to see it quickly. Um, but and edit it better, you know. What comes to my mind is because making a, a YouTube short that's is going to be interesting to a football fan. Yeah, you need to understand what is interesting to a football fan. Yeah, and exactly. getting into the mind yeah. of a football fan. And so, me personally, if I do this, I'm not a big football fan. Me neither, but I have a, I have a secret to it. <laughs> so yeah. what I would do is I would probably find existing f YouTube Shorts football channels. I'd see the best performing shorts and I'd try to see like, okay, why are they performing yeah. the best? Yeah. And then I would try to model them. Yeah. Maybe do, as you said, better editing and all that. Exactly. That's the most important thing. Like 
you want a proof of concept, of course, with football, because it's so big. There are channels out there that, that will work, like 1.2 billion people, they want to watch something about football. Yeah. Um, but also the trick is, like, I found a freelancer that just really enjoys football. So that saves a lot of time for me as well. Like, I'm not planning to do all the research because I I, know, I like football too. Like, when a World Cup is happening, I like to watch it, but I'm not watching every game. But the freelancer, he really likes it. Yeah. So for him, it's much easier to create the content about it. Yeah. But let, that's like a next step, how to how you find the freelancers. But we uh, I went at football um, and basically started the channel around it. The mm. channel is called Club Footy. Like, it's just a random name. Okay. It's got simple branding. I used a tool called Namelix and... I think business name generator. I combined those two to, and I inserted some keywords, and it just generated Club Foodie. And I was like, "Wow, sounds catchy. It's simple." Um, mm. And within Namelix, you're also able to do the branding. Uh, mm. But I kept the branding very clean and simple. Yeah. Um, you can probably check it out while you're listening right now because we're going live. Club Footy. Club Footy. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, at the moment, we're like making all the content already, but like that's the niche we're going for. Yeah. Since I just think. If those channels can get like 20 to 30 million views with highlights of old games, I must be able to have one short get 10 million <laughs> views in 90 days, right? Like it doesn't sound so difficult if I say it this way. It's three months. Yeah. Right? Easy. And it's a really broad audience. Yeah. And Dude, like, if I don't make it, I'm like, this, <laughs> this podcast will sound ridiculous because I'm being too this is secure. A, this is real. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is pressure right here. Yeah. Yeah, but I think like, so many shorts of different channels had at ten of tens of millions of views. If you don't yeah. make it, we have to rethink something. Yeah, but that's also a learning lesson. And it is. The good thing is we can show all the analytics behind the the channel and maybe see why we didn't grow or like mistakes yeah. is also very important. Yeah. Um, but I think it's very doable. So that's the niche we're going for. You know the channel name right now, so you can look it up. Um, yeah, one exciting. Nah, that, that's the strategy already. Let's go to the to the team to the freelancer. Already talked a little okay. bit about it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned that you found a guy who is into football himself. Yeah. Went to Upwork. Uh, this is a platform I like to use the most. Uh, online jobs would also work. Uh, Fiverr don't really like it because you're not like really building a team. You're mostly using someone's service for a couple of times. Yeah. So I used Upwork, closed the job post. Uh, Set in there that I was looking for a short creator, basically. Talked. Uh, I mentioned the niche. I, t I told, uh, I said in the job post, hey, you you need to like football because I want to avoid having someone nah, a little bit like me or like you that don't really care so much, mm. but just want to make money. That's what I want to avoid. So I want to have that so someone that's passionate and can make good shorts. Mm. Uh, some people replied. I make, made sure that I had like, like certain things in the in the job post, like all the requirements, the price I wanted to go for. Like I want to filter out as many people in the beginning already. For example, if they don't even mention my name when replying, I don't even answer because it's just a standard template. Or like we uh, talked about yesterday, but people listening right now maybe don't know, you can put in, like, mention your favorite color in when you're uh, applying on this job post. Yeah. And if people don't mention their favorite color in the, in the reply, you already know they haven't read the whole thing. They're probably spamming all job posts okay so let me clarify yeah. this a little bit i'll make it a little bit more easy to understand for those of you listening this is so what ron said is that a filtering process when you're hiring a freelancer one of the ways to do it because as you probably know or you've maybe seen or if you don't then please take a note of this is that a lot of people when applying for your job on any freelance marketplace are going to do just like a spam just like 
they will send out as many as possible, yeah. hoping that someone is going to hire them without actually even reading the job description. Yeah. So you get a lot of proposals, but only a very few people of them are actually worth your time. So in order to filter out, to, in order to filter through those people, what you can do is in your job description, you can say, hey, if you uh, please mention your favorite color or please write the word yellow or cat or whatever when applying. Yeah. And you just and you just check like if they didn't mention anything or if they didn't write anything, they didn't read the thing. Yeah, exactly. Or they didn't read it like carefully. So zero effort put in, you know. Exactly. And that, that, those are not the people you want to work with in my opinion. And especially for like video editing jobs, there are so many people applying for video editing. And there are so many people saying, yeah, I'm the best uh, guy for your job, pick me. So those are like small little tricks. So then it also what, what will help is like ask them, like send three of your best samples along your reply. Also, if you don't send those samples, I won't reply either mm. because you want to have a clear idea. Okay, what are, are the skills of, of the freelancer applying? So probably have a couple of people uh, like replying, they've sent the samples, they mentioned the favorite color or they address you by your name. Like you can already mm. see this guy, he actually put some effort in his message. Yeah. Then you do like, you continue the filtering process. You avoid people who use official talk. Yeah. Dear sir, madam, I would like to yeah. apply for this job. Yeah, or I'm the best out there. Or like sometimes people just reply with one sentence like, hey, I'm the guy for your job. <laughs> like, that's it. And I'm like, that's ah, the best. No <laughs> but uh, like, then you filter out more. Like, when they reply, give them a little bit of background information. Hey, this is the channel. This is what we're looking for. Send some examples of videos you like. Then say, hey, are you able to match the quality of the samples I sent you? They, mm. oh, most of the time, they say, yes, of course I can, because mm. they want the job, you know? So, what you then do is do, continue the filtering process by asking them, okay. You said you can do the job. You can set. You said you can match the quality of the samples I sent you. If you gotta talk the talk, yeah. <laughs> you gotta walk the walk. Exactly. So hey, please create one short sample based, uh, like based around this, these videos maybe, or uh, do your own research, like find your own footage, add, add this and this and this. Maybe some subtitles, some specific transitions. I don't know. Yeah. Or you can just fully let them create something from scratch yeah. and based on that delivery of that sample you can already say okay he has the quality or even if people are saying like i don't want to make the sample then you already know they're just in there for the money and not really they don't want to really create stuff one thing that i want to mention here is that i'm the kind of person who usually when like hiring people i tell them hey you have full creative freedom go do create things that you know I'm, I'm sure you can do a good job. Sur that's good in some Surprise way. me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's, it's good in some way, right? You just give them complete creative freedom and you say, but then if you do that, what I've learned is that don't be surprised if the work they deliver doesn't <laughs> match your expectations yeah. at all because that's what happened to me in the past a lot. You know, I, I thought that the person was like, you know, really good and, and we had like a, a like a match, like a connection and everything. And then I'm like, okay, do it. And then they deliver the work. And I'm like, no, this is completely the opposite. This is completely yeah. not what I want. So it's a fine balance between saying, hey, you have complete creative freedom and also get, uh, saying like exactly what you want. Yeah. So experiment between those two and, and um, 
and see where you land or where, where, where you get the best results with different people you will get different um, yeah like you need some guidelines because eventually your channel probably has a branding a personality so you also mm -hmm. want to show the branding and personality in every video because yeah. people will recognize it so yeah. you need some sort of guidelines and yeah you also need to have room for creative creativity because that's what that's probably what the video editors enjoy the most you know mm. so that's very important so once you've set up once you've, you found your freelancer you can invite them to slack uh, your online workspace talk over there get it like a trello board to automate your workflow but that's like <laughs> yeah but that's like for a different podcast i think let's just talk about like yeah. how are we going to grow club foodie because i think that's the, yeah. the thing everyone wants to know Right? Uh, the reason the reason yeah. I, I the reason I la I laughed is because Ron is brushing over these things and I understand that 95% of you guys listening are complete beginners so if by if at any point you feel like what are they talking about I don't understand or you know what what are they mentioning here don't worry just go listen to maybe a couple yeah. of more podcasts we go much more in depth about all the different um project management softwares we use and all the different communication channels we use and just we just break it down much more in depth but for in this uh specific episode yeah. we are going to talk about this case study you know 10 million views in 90 days yeah yeah exactly um so that's why i'm rushing it a little bit <laughs> but let's dive into the strategy since i think that's the most valuable for everybody starting out with a new short sale so we started club 40 now uh we're now making some shorts uh, we're planning to upload it like we, we eventually we, w we now want to create a pipeline of videos because the thing is with a brand new channel youtube doesn't know you and mm. you don't have any data mm. so what you need to do is upload a lot of shorts consistently so that's the goal we're going to upload five shorts a day uh, for at least 30 days straight collect as many data as possible we will also post different kind of shorts wait how many did he say again? Five shorts a day yeah. for at least 30 days. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. To collect data and for, out of those shorts, we will have different styles of shorts. For example, as mentioned in the beginning, there are channels posting match highlights of older matches. Yeah. We want to try that in our own style, like our own editing, do it better. We want to have custom shorts, so have our own script, custom voiceover, talking, for example, about a football player going to a new club. Um, like you, you can base your script around a news article, for example. Mm. But the thing is, there's no no footage online about it. So you mm. need to create your own voice, your own script, yeah. and paste custom footage above it, like more general, older footage of the football yeah. player, for example. Um, that's what we want, want to do. As the moment of talking, Ronaldo did a transfer to Saudi Arabia or something, and his first game is coming in two days. I got this from my, my freelancer, by the way. I didn't mm. know this before. But of course, people want to know what what the first game of Ronaldo will look like. Um, so we're really aiming for for that one as well. So we'll be uploading it in two days and hoping to to ride that trend. You know, if we're one of the first posting the first match of Ronaldo with some nice editing, maybe some custom voiceover, we're already preparing it right now. So when the the game uh, is being played or is finished, we can just paste the footage inside. Does that mean that Ronaldo is going to live in Saudi Arabia? I think so. Really? I think so. He's, 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 he will have weekly matches. I think. I, I've no, don't ask me too much. I'm not so good. I don't know so much about football, but he, he's moving to a local club, yeah. Because Ronaldo is from Portugal. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Money talks. Yeah. yeah. But that's, uh, that's like a strategy we, we, want, we want to use. And of course, like sp amazing free kicks in like big matches or like mm. 
big final matches and I don't know. We'll I think this around. idea about having like a big name and a big, not event, but um, a big news or a big not spectacle, but something big happening with that name. Yeah. That's like a really powerful combination. Because yeah. if you think about it, okay, football is broad, has over a billion fans. Then, you know, from those fans, a lot of people know Ronaldo. Yeah. And him moving to Saudi Arabia. It's a big thing. It's yeah. a big thing, yeah. you know. So so making content about that, I think, can give us a really good chance to, you know, reach a, reach a lot of people. Exactly. But also, like, there are, there are also many rumors in the football world. Oh, will that player move to there? Oh, will that player move to there? Yeah. And people are still... They want to see if the rumor gets confirmed. So mm. with a custom voiceover and custom script, based on the rumors, you can basically make a whole new short yeah. that nobody ever made before. And you can still le end the short with a question. Yeah. So what do you think? Will this player move or not? Like, yeah. But you will still get the views, you know? Yeah. So with these kind of styles, we're just trying out. But the biggest impact, I think, are the trends. If yeah. we can jump on the trends, I think, yeah, the 10 million views in 90 days will be will be easy. So those are the strategies. Um, it's important, by the way, don't copy sh anything from TikTok. Don't copy other shorts from people. Make unique content. Yeah. Do your own editing. Do your own scripts. Do your own voiceover. Your own title. Don't like don't copy people because YouTube knows and you will get like two or three views. People are in the community. Hey, mm -hmm. every short I posted got three views. How is this possible? <laughs> and I just ask. So. What kind of videos do you upload? Yeah, I copy directly from TikTok. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah. No, you gotta you gotta play by the rules. And what I really like lately is just you gotta make the best videos possible, like Mr. B says. Whatever that is for you, this is something that I'm trying to implement into my head, into my content, into my channel as well. Just making the best videos possible, whatever that means for you. Exactly. Yeah. So. That's basically the strategy. And as the moment of talking, we haven't posted yet. We will post in two days. So when you're listening right now, it's probably already uh, going on for a couple of weeks. Make sure to check out the channel. And uh, if you have any questions about it, uh, just ask in Discord or maybe in the YouTube comment section. It's fine as well. Yeah. And by the way, talking about the Discord, if you're not in there yet, make sure to join. It's a free community uh, of YouTube, uh, and not creators, but basically people having a YouTube business and that they want to grow their business mm. over there. You can talk with like-minded people. We're hosting masterminds. It's a fine balance yeah. between like, when we talk about this, because I thought about it so much, like, okay, we don't consider ourselves to be creators, right? But we also are, partly. And we're creating a business. Yeah, it's like, it's like partly we're creating faceless channels, right? We're not necessarily making the content ourselves, but we're giving guidelines to people that we work with to the team right yeah. to make the content the the part that we are removing from this equation is showing our face that's the interesting yeah. part so if that's something that you're interested in if you're interested in you know having a youtube channel if you're interested in in starting a so-called business on youtube then come join us if you if you're someone who doesn't want to show his face in the videos but still wants to make content and uh you know post on YouTube, make money and grow in channels and stuff like that, come join. Yeah. It's and, a free community. Yeah, and if you don't want to wait till the challenge is over, there's also a free training in the description you can check out. It's also about YouTube Shorts. That's about how Ron got 45 million yeah. views in 50 days. Yeah. 
Exactly. So it's possible. Yeah, <laughs> when there was still the use of shorts fund. Yeah. Exactly. Correctly. All right. Let's end it here. Perfect. See you next time. Thank you so much for watching, listening, subscribing. Bye. Bye. -bye.